This week, I am talking about using leadership to better manage your team's task workload. How you assign tasks also affects your team's culture. Go beyond just getting tasks done so that they can be used to develop your team and your people can be ready for greater responsibility. There is definitely a management approach that is required, but use your leadership skills to make your team better for the long term. Please enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Finance Leader Podcast, where leadership is bigger than the numbers. I am your host, Stephen McLean. This is the podcast for developing leaders in finance and accounting. This is episode number 52, and I will be talking about using leadership to improve your team's task workload, and I will highlight the following topics. Number one, your role as leader in task management. Number two, what you should work on versus your team. Number three, protect your team's time. Number four, ensure your team has time for personal development. And five, how task management affects team culture. Management expert Peter Drucker said, time is the scarcest resource and unless it's managed, nothing else can be managed. Now last week, I talked about when your team will be asked to return to the office. It's a critical topic, and by publishing that episode, I am hoping that as leaders, it will give you courage to ask questions about what the plan is and what flexibility you will have from your organization to help your team adapt and to support your team members who are not able to return just yet. There's lots of discussion about this topic every day. In business news, the hybrid model is being discussed every day. And that is where you come into the office a few days and you go back home a few days. The other big question I am seeing is how will your team members who can remain at home not be forgotten? Will this become a major career disadvantage to them because they are not in the room with everyone? Will they be overlooked when it comes to a high visibility project or a chance to advance that can get them the attention from senior executives? It is definitely something to think about. This week, we are talking about the team's workload, which sounds like a managerial type of focus, but we are also going to apply our leadership skills to get the best of what you can do and what your team can do. I previously talked about task management techniques back in episode 7, so if you also want to listen to that episode, please do so. I'm going to deep dive a little bit more today in how it affects your team's culture. A manager's job is to get tasks done today and this week, no matter what. Managers live and operate in this tactical mindset. Today's tasks and this week's tasks. Now let's get them done. I need items off the checklist completed. And this is how a manager approaches the task workload every day. And it's very easy to slip into this mindset because tasks are flying at you from everywhere. When we apply leadership to task management, we begin to prioritize. We analyze with more precision what our team's actual bandwidth is so we don't first accept a due date that is not realistic. And second, we take an active role in prioritizing resources to the task. We do need to get tasks done. But let's consider the long-term issues when trying to organize and delegate the work of the team. We should always be working on empowering 
and developing our team, so assign tasks and set expectations appropriately. Every task is an opportunity to show off skills and abilities, and every task can be a future resume bullet if its complexity and final results were game-changing for your team or organization, so help your team get those resume bullets. Now let's talk about a few key points about your team's task workload. Now number one, your role as leader in task management for your team. Now how do you assign tasks? What do you need to consider? Now your team members should be blocking time on the calendar as they are working on tasks. And also group information sharing should always be encouraged. Now prioritize tasks based on scope and impact. Additionally, some tasks will require more time and more effort and some do not. Help your team to determine which tasks to focus the great energy on and which tasks require a good enough approach. This will free up a lot of time. Some tasks require only a quick answer, so let's not waste time and energy trying to make them look pretty. Get the info, maybe do a quick analysis and send it off. And then forget about it. Just get it done and move on to the next item. And you should always be fitting these into the priority, ensuring that you don't waste time now on a task that really should be done later. Your team has recurring tasks, and you should already know what these are. I've got to ask you a question Do you have a responsibility or portfolio matrix for your team? This is a chart showing the categories or topics of responsibility for each person. Update this regularly. You should also know the regular meetings and reports that your team is responsible for. This helps you balance the workload and development opportunities for the future. Even though more than one person may be assigned to a task, if the scope of the task requires group work, the person listed in the portfolio matrix is the lead on the task. In your one-on-one -on -one meetings, have each person tell you where they may be having obstacles in task accomplishment so you can help them with additional resources, which may be you or another team member. This is what's great about the one-on-one -on -one meetings. Each person can come in and tell you the major projects they are working on and where they may be stuck. And this is your opportunity as leader to move resources around to accomplish those higher priority tasks. And what I want you to focus on is scope and impact. What's the scope and impact on each task? Tasks with a greater scope and impact should require additional resources or even a change to resources so that the task can get done so that you have the greatest impact. Number two, what you should work on versus what your team members will do. This is where proper delegation comes in. It's difficult for some people. And you also have to do a really good analysis of the task. What you should be working on versus the team. Now, it depends on the scope and impact of the requirement. Sometimes you have to keep a task close to you, especially when it involves the company's strategy. But don't be afraid to hand an important task off to a team member too, because these are empowering and also development opportunities. Evaluate the workload your team has, including yourself. Do you have the time? Do your team members have the time? Ensuring you are prioritizing a high visibility task that has a very important scope and impact. Move those tasks up 
and move other tasks down in the priority. Now use your best judgment, but don't keep a task just because you are afraid of the outcome. There is a balance between empowerment and micromanagement. Another consideration is the skill level that is required, and that may be a reason to keep the task. But this might be a time to develop your team. Also, how quick is the turnaround and who needs it? Determine, scope, impact, time required, and who is the audience. Balance this with other current requirements, but don't forget to use important tasks to develop your team. Or you might want to partner with one of your team members to get it done together. But don't keep everything important to yourself because you will burn out. Try to balance everyone's time according to the scope and impact of each task that does come in. Now, number three, protect your team's time. This is important. Ensure that other leaders are not trying to pressure your team members into doing tasks for them. This is definitely what happens when a leader within an organization needs analysis, especially a senior leader. The analysis may be extremely important, but we need to prioritize it properly. There is not a problem with doing the task, but at the proper time. So tell your team they need to let you know when this happens, and I know this is happening all the time. You have to communicate to your team about how you will deal with these situations. Protect your team's time and set boundaries. Number four, ensure your team has time for personal and career development. Your team members need time for development along with the mandatory training time, so make sure they are putting in blocks of time on the calendar to protect this. Talk about this at your weekly team meetings and in your one-on-ones. This is important. Don't let the time slip away every week without ensuring they have development time and time to work on the mandatory training requirements. Use their calendars to block the time. Don't forget about the mandatory training requirements because they will come up quick. You should already know when these are coming due if your organization is on top of it. Your organization requires certain training like ethics training. Now ensure that you are finding these on the calendar. Find the due dates. Make sure everyone is marking it in their calendars and this is something you can be talking about in your weekly team meeting have a matrix have a chart ensure you are tracking your team members mandatory training requirements we can get these on the calendar we can knock these out pretty quickly it should not be hard to do but also ensure that based on each person's individual development plan they are blocking in time during the month to get some training done to get some classes done to work on something that they need done to improve their skills, especially their soft skills, and also their hard technical skills that they need to. Also, need time to work on certifications and also some advanced education. So don't forget about the personal and career development time and never forget about the mandatory training requirements because they will come back at you later. Now, number five, how task management affects team culture. Our team's culture is critical to success. I have talked about this already in several episodes of the podcast in season six, which we are in right now. Task assignment is another factor in building a strong team culture, along with ensuring that people can ask for help when they face an obstacle. Now you have to balance, quote unquote, go figure it out with, I don't want my team wasting hours when they get stuck. You don't want them to be asking for help at simple blocks, but also we don't want precious hours wasted. It's a balancing act. 
It's communicating to your team. Hey, I do want you to kind of work on this and try to figure it out. Go work with a team member. Go try to find another resource to figure it out. But I also don't want you sitting at your computer wasting hours when you can probably come up to me, ask me a simple question, and I can get you moving. Hours are precious. We don't want to waste them. Hours can be done on other tasks. I don't want you to continue to be stuck on something you can just ask a simple question on. You want to balance the task assignment based on bandwidth and ensuring all team members are pulling their weight while also using tasks and projects to develop people and empower them to take on greater responsibility, which hopefully prepares them for higher roles in the future. When you focus on developing a team member, communicate that to them so they understand your long-term plan and that it makes sense when you are getting high-visibility projects. Because they may be asking themselves, why am I always getting these high-visibility projects? Why am I always going in front of the executive team? Why am I always the one that's picked even though I have all these other tasks to do? So communicate to them that I have you in the future for something greater, for something higher than what you are doing right now. And that is why I am giving you opportunities to improve yourself, to grow yourself, to get you ready and get you in front of people so you continue to grow and develop your skills and leadership ability. Also, if your team is not getting time on the calendar with you or they are not getting self-development time, it will negatively affect team culture. Ensure everyone is getting one-on-one team meetings with you. And I talked about this before. Try to get these done weekly if you can. If not, then every other week. And get everyone on the calendar. Have everyone get a time with you to talk about what they are working on, where they are having trouble with, and what obstacles they are facing, and what development time that they need. So ensure you are working through your task management and how it affects the team culture and how everyone is thinking about the tasks that are being assigned. Because people can come up with some ideas about why tasks are being assigned. So communicate that. Don't hold back. Tell people exactly where you stand on how task management is being done. Now for an easy win today, if you are leading a team, I would recommend that you start blocking out some time to plan and think so you can better prepare your team for the workload. If you are back in the office, go away from your desk too if you can. Use this time to relook the task workload and the responsibility portfolio that your team has. Start thinking about how to develop your team members so they can take on more responsibility. This time is well worth the investment as you take back overcoming adversity that you are facing. You have to find the time and make this investment. Don't overlook it. I have a free guide for you. It's called the Leadership Growth Blueprint for Finance and Accounting Managers. In the guide, I talk about three leadership areas, communication, team growth, and empowerment, plus a few recommendations around challenges with the systems you are probably using to complete your work. The link to the guide is in the episode description, or you can go to stephenmcclain.com. Please use it to help you with a few leadership wins today. Thank you. This episode is sponsored by my course offering through Finance Leader Academy. It's called Advance Your Finance and Accounting Career, Developing a Promotion Strategy That Will Set You Apart. To advance your career, you must set yourself apart from your peers. Finance and accounting professionals are already expected to be technically competent. This course helps you establish your professional foundation and how you can set yourself apart from your peers by growing your leadership skills and developing your executive presence.
You can go to stephenmcclain.com for more details on this career advancement course. The link is also in the show notes with this episode. Thank you. Today, I talked about your team's task workload and highlighted the following points. Number one, your role as leader in task management. Number two, what you should work on versus your team. Number three, protect your team's time. Number four, ensure your team has time for personal development. And five, how task management affects team culture. I encourage you to approach tasks that your team must complete through a leadership lens as you develop a strong team culture built on trust and focused on empowerment and long-term development. You have to complete the tasks, but let's use the tasks in various projects that come our way to develop our team, to make them better, to get them opportunities to shine in front of the executive team, to get them recognition. I know that just doing your daily job every day will not help you advance. You must do more. Now, next week, I will be talking about the weekly team meeting and how you can use it properly. I can't wait to share. I hope you enjoyed the Finance Leader Podcast. I am dedicated to helping you grow your leadership because it is leadership that will set you apart from your peers. You can get this episode wherever you find podcasts. Until next time, you can check out more resources at stephenmcclain.com and sign up for my updates so you don't miss an episode of the show. And now, go lead your team, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.